Well, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? You already know what time it is. It is Wednesday night. It is our favorite week, uh, day of the week. You got your power team in the building, and we're definitely excited about being here because y'all know it's like the family reunion for us. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's just how we look at it. And we already know that you guys could have been anywhere in the world, but you all decided to be right here with us. And we truly, truly, truly appreciate you. So for those of you guys that are just joining us uh, for the first time and you don't know who we are, we would like to go ahead and formally introduce ourselves. I go by the name of Kesha Kesh. And I'm Dr. Real. Go, let's get it on this beautiful Wednesday evening. Let's go, let's go. How yeah, you doing, CEO? It is a beautiful uh, Wednesday. I mean, and it was nice outside. Yes. The weather, everything was nice. It was like almost about 80 degrees. Yes. I was like, yeah, you know, I started finally getting the summer uh, feeling based on all this old crazy tail weather that we've been having with snow and all this kind of stuff. Like today, today was really, really a good day. <laughs> So, so tell me why it's gonna be fifty nine degrees is the high on Friday. I'm like, what's what 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 is happening? Like, can we get this Friday? Yes, can we get some consistency? I mean, Texas weather is toxic. It's just like a toxic boyfriend and girlfriend. It, it, Damn, inconsistent. <laughs> they had your they had your hot one day, then they cold the next, and then they had you having the air on one day, and then you got the heat on the next day. I mean, what is going on? I don't let's do this though. Let's 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 really quickly do the math. Is it because I had really honestly I counted the groundhog out because he died, right? Or whoever was the person, his daddy or granddad, somebody died. The groundhog, it was supposed to be gone. So mm -hmm. I xed all that stuff out. So if we do the math on it, Doctor Real, are we still within six weeks of the day that the groundhog was supposed to see his shadow? Is it was that February second or the first? I don't remember what day it is, but yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, because what the day is, the day is what, the 16th? So yeah. We, we getting damn near close to it. So you see what I'm saying? I, I'm going to blame it on the, the groundhog and all this uh, stuff that's going on. Because, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. I'm like, I'm this is crazy. I'm sick. I'm sick of it, to be honest with you. I don't even know what, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to wear. I'm just sick of it. And I did not know it was going to be 59 degrees. I'm glad you told me that. So yeah, yes. thanks for uh, enlightening me. On that information and, and and windy, so you know it's windy. Really chill, yeah, it's gonna be. They had they had, they had, they had man blowing. I was like, man, what is going on? Yeah, you're right. They need some that bipolar weather. I'm with Robin on this. It's crazy, but y'all. On another note, we got some good topics tonight. Yes. Uh, me and myself, myself, Doctor Real, we were talking about them backstage. I'm like, this mm -hmm. is some real stuff that's going on because you know, like I said, it's to us, it's like it's it's the family reunion. We come to talk mm -hmm. about it, and some of the things we're talking about, it goes on, you know, in everyday life, no matter where you're at across the world. If you're kicking it and hanging with us tonight, we need for you all to chime in on your on these topics, even if it's something that you know. It may not be your own personal experience, but it could be something that your friend may have talked to you about or you may have seen other people go back and forth about on social media. So we got some really, really, really 
um, good stuff for tonight. And as usual, we're just excited to get into those topics. But mm -hmm. before we do, Dr. Real, you already know because you've committed to this. They've been waiting for you. You got to every time give an update on um, Brian Flores. So what what's the deal? What's what's uh, going on with Brian? As I reported last time, he does have a job with the NFL. A lot of people speculating that he wasn't going to take a position. But uh, Mike Tomlin from the Pittsburgh Steelers reached out to him, the head coach, the only uh, black head coach, I believe, still in the NFL, reached out mm -hmm. to him and uh, brought him on as a linebacker's coach. And I, I feel like this is, this, is his, this is his way of auditioning uh, for another head coaching position. Uh, and then as we were talking backstage about the way his uh, trial and everything is, is proceeding, they're not there yet, um, but they're, they're having some issues where they're not, they're not in a position where they're agreeing on what to do next on either side. So what I hope to happen for my man is I hope that he gets a resolution somehow and does change the NFL because it's crazy how the league is the, the players are predominantly black, but you have one black head coach and uh, no black owners. You know what I'm saying? So they can do what they want to with us in that league. And that's just, I, that's wrong. So I hope he can, his case will make some kind of landmark change in the NFL because they need it. The Rooney rules a joke, which is that's kind of what this uh, trial is based off of. It's a Rooney rule. And the ironic thing about it is the Rooney rule is named after the person that owns Pittsburgh Steelers. So wow. that's kind of, uh, <laughs> there's irony in, 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 in the fight. Uh, but you know, uh, we, I hope good things for the power team looking out, man, just do what you know is right. You know what I'm saying? Don't be making up stuff you can't prove. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? That's going to hurt you because the littlest thing they can put out there to destroy the public's faith in your case, they're going to do it. Trust me on that. And they, uh, how long do you think this is going to go on? Just, you know, how long do you think this is going to be going on? I think you might see a resolution by next Super Bowl. Damn, a whole year? Yeah, I think it's going to be a minute. Uh, unless he caves and just takes whatever scrap this they give him off the table if he caves then it may be shorter than that wow but i hope we just you know you you out there with it stand your ground on this one mm -hmm. interesting interesting yes. well there you have it y'all um again dr real has he's committed to give you all those little updates you know every time we're here so you all will be hearing it from dr real so if you want to chime in and give your insight on it as well, we would love that. But we will continue to update you all on the Brian Flores uh, situation. Moving along, moving along, which is very interesting. Um, we're going to jump into a topic which I'm interested to even know about when we come to talk about spring forward. Spring forward. Forward. Yes. So time has changed, right? Yeah. So we had this we had to spring forward. We need to do the same thing in our lives. Because there's somebody right now, and this is why I brought this topic up. There's somebody, we're transitioning from winter to spring. 
Right. And there's a lot of people out here right now that's going through the winter, a winter time in their life. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the hardest times there is to go through in life is the winter period. Because what, what does winter do? Winter, winter destroys what needs to destroy and kills everything in order for what? For spring to bring regrowth. Right. But the problem is many of us allow ourselves to get stuck in the wintertime and never move forward. We're stuck in that, that past position when that person hurt us, when mama destroyed my self-esteem or when my husband, you know, took away my dignity dignity or, or vice versa or whatever traumatic experience has occurred in your life. And you find yourself where everybody you thought was your friend and longer with you, you're almost to the point where you're lonely because the wintertime, a lot of times, you know, that's the scene it paints is loneliness, mm. despair. You know what I'm saying? There's some fun things about winter, but when you're going through winter period in your life, there's nothing fun about it. But here's the thing I want y'all to understand. It is amazing how much control we give people over our lives. People who hurt you in the past, regardless of who it may have been, your parents, your lovers, family, teachers, etc. no matter who it is, have been teachers in the school of life. You have to take the lessons learned and apply them so you can move forward. The man or woman that hurt you has moved on, but you're still there, stuck in the moment, while the person you, you have been asking and praying for has arrived, but you can't see them because you're blinded by the past. It's right. time to graduate, folks. It's time to graduate. It's time to move forward and embrace what the spring brings. In life, you are either the teacher or the student. It's what you do with the lessons learned that matter. So you have to keep it moving. Get your list, write down what you want to see in your spring and then give those affirmations to yourself every morning. Write something down. I, one thing I like to say to myself, I may not say it out loud, I may say it you know, in my mind is stop saying woe is me and say I owe me. And list three things that you owe yourself right. to be. Because right. full confession, I just came out my winter period. But the goal is to look to not to look like what you've been through. It's to stand up and right. get through. Did y'all hear me? Stand up and get through. Embrace that spring. Folks, it's time. Your springtime is here. Your springtime is here. You should have to, you should have to, 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 for somebody to lose their life, you to celebrate yours. Stop staying back there. You have to learn right. that. You have to learn to remove those ghosts, the dead ones and the living ones. Because believe me, some of y'all entertain living ghosts right now. Part of why you're in your witness. Keep preaching tonight, y'all. I'm sorry. I didn't know he was going to give it to y'all this early, but he did. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what, Dr. Real, um, it all still comes with accountability as well, because we can give out as much knowledge, as much information. But the true, true happiness and being able to spring forward is going to start with itself. Like I was so mo let me tell you something. Last night I was watching a video from Country Wayne. It probably was like, I don't know, 11 o'clock our time. I don't even know what time zone he's on, but 
I saw one of the people, one of his viewers, she was saying she saw this sparkle in his eyes or just a glow in his eyes. And he was really just engaging with his uh, fans because he got this tour coming up and he's going to be in all these different cities. So he was just doing something so basic. But at the same time, I could tell he was happy doing it. And he was showing his boys. He already gave the flag of, hey, all my kids live with me. I got this house. I got all these bedrooms. But my kids, they live with me. And he's able to afford, you know, the things that he's doing because he's doing so well in life. But he was doing he was cleaning up his house. <laughs> he was like, I want to walk out through the basic routine of what I do at night. And he was washing dishes. He was cleaning the counters, the stove. He was showing us all his vegan food and everything that he started eating to, you know, he was, they was like, how do you stay so grounded? And he was like, yeah, mind, body, soul, happy. You know, I got to put good stuff in my body. I got to, you know, maintain a certain attitude, just do all these things. And he's showing his kids what he's doing, but it was, it came from a genuine place of being happy. And a lot of people on his live kept telling him, I remember when you were living out your car. I remember when he was homeless. That was bringing up all his past and all mm -hmm. the old stuff that they mm -hmm. remembered him from. But mm -hmm. they was also telling him how proud that he was. But he, he like you say, spring forward. He let all that stuff go because mm -hmm. that was the only way that he was going to be able to embrace and be prepared for everything that was already set to happen to him that's happening right now. Yeah. So when I see people, you know, I, I motivation come within and you have to put yourself in the environment and in a good place so that you can be able to accept the things that's there for you. Yeah. So springing forward, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to spring and jump on some trees and do whatever it is that I got to do, Dr. Real, because life is short, you know, and it's a lot going on. And I want to just motivate anybody. If you still holding on to that that dark place and you know that baggage, let it go. Listen, let it go. Motivation and desperation reside in the same place. I tell my kids that all the time. Which one you gonna hold? Which one you gonna? Which one you gonna hold on to? You gonna hold on to desperation to where you in survival mode all the time, or you gonna hold on to motivation and get yourself to the place where you know you're destined to be. And she's right. right. It is self accountability. But when you're in your winter, if you're in your winter season and you don't you don't take that time, or you're not being humbled enough or forced down to really examine yourself, really look really look in the mirror and see who's looking back at you, not the person you you portray to be outside, but you take all those masks off and really expose yourself. That's how you break it down and break yourself down for that accountability. Yeah, you have to be honest. And you know what? The worst person alive to is yourself. I mean, come on now. They're not going to have any more excuses. And I say they and we and everybody, but this is what I mean. Because guess what? Effective yesterday, they canceled it. They canceled um, the whole time change thing for the winter. So yeah. daylight saving time is now permanent. So the people that wait for those times and you're not able to spring forward and all of that, you ain't going to have no choice. So to Dr. Reels, time don't wait for nobody. You see how quick that just happened? We don't even have a decision. So you you sitting up waiting on the dark moments and the you know the time to do this or do that when now you don't have a choice. They canceled it. <laughs> Moving but, forward, affects but, next year. But but Kesha, let's talk about it. Y'all got time to, to to vote on some some damn daylight saving time. 
y'all y'all got time to do that. Y'all got time to send all this McDonald's money that you told all America you ain't have to Ukraine. So somebody, somebody make it make sense. Cause you told us in January, y'all was broke. Let me zoom in because y'all y'all know he talked about this last time. So I gotta go on and give him some, I gotta give him the screen. What what's the problem with it, Dr. Real? I mean, uh, this is what it's March, what, March 16th. Y'all sit here still ain't high enough people for the IRS to process income tax from 2020, but y'all worrying about daylight saving time. Don't nobody give a damn about that. We don't, I mean, honestly, we don't care because there's some 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 cities and I mean there's some cities I believe in states that never practice it anyway. It's an antiquated time system. All these damn constructs, man. Like, come on, bro. How about you get back into these child tax credits for the people that need it? Because hello, four dollars a gallon of gas, and y'all love that $15 hour uh pay wage. Like that's just so much money. Uh do the math, bro. Do the math on that. Gas four dollars a gallon. Man, vote on something that mattered to us. Y'all stall. Like I said, y'all never serve the people who put y'all in office. It's all a game. And we keep playing the same game every two to four years. Same game. The same game and the same people winning. Damn, look at Jeff Bezos going to space again with Pete Davidson. You got that money to pay. You got rocket ships, bro. But you ain't. But your corporation not paying no damn taxes. We are. Let me quit, man. I'm, I'm done. My man's over. It just, oh man, it just drives me crazy. I, wanna, I, wanna, I know, Doctor Real. I know. Get it all out, brother. I'm with you. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> uh, I want to touch on uh, the what what Marco uh, Pearson was saying because I want to elaborate too to let him know that I'm not speaking. Uh, I don't mean specifically of what I'm saying. I'm just making uh, this go hand in hand with Dr. Real's topic because he's saying daylight saving time was instituted by billionaires just to prove that they can be God. And then he said not um, um, saving energy, not about saving energy across the world. Yeah. Um, I hear you, um, Marco. Uh, I understand what you're saying as well. And I, I kind of think that everybody got their own little spin and their own little take on this whole subject. But it, it's really more so a Dr. Real point is it wasn't even important to be right now trying to prove that right now. We got way, way more things to think about versus trying to approve whether it's going to the time is going to change, which I agree with him as well. But they also been going back and forth about this four years and i also said what i said only because myself and dr real we we've talked about this topic before and we discussed people that deal and suffer from sad it's called sad right dr real mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when that time of the year comes and people go into this funk in this you know this whole phase and the point i'm making is that they don't get to do that anymore <laughs> you know they don't they really don't get to do that anymore because you ain't gonna you don't have you're not gonna have sad so you're cured <laughs> but, 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 and, and the crazy part is and i'm, and I'm not even saying this in a funny way on friday it got dark around 6 30. that was friday mm -hmm. as soon as that damn time change happened 
it didn't get dark here or Sunday till like 7 day and 30. And how the hell? <laughs> Let's That's the norm, Dr. Real. Typically, I'm to be honest, we see the change. It's like two, three That's weeks right. before the time actually adapts and change. I do. I mean, I, I can tell. Uh, but once the actual approval is given, it just makes it even more so, um, you know, visual because it's now adapting to the time. That's the difference because they actually remember they changed the dates. Anyways, it used to take effect around Halloween when we used to fall back. Well, they pushed that out to like the first week of November. Then it used to happen around Easter. Then they changed it to March. So, um, I mean, April. So it's, it's like, I mean, no, February now. Because it was March, right? It used to be March. It's still March. It's March right now. It's still March. Yes, it's March. But no, it was in a previous month. I'm saying before they made the change. So before they even thought all this through, they had already changed the dates on when the time would take effect anyways. But the mm -hmm. the daylight, the time that you're seeing, it, it always happens at least a couple weeks before they kick in the official. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it does gradually, but it just was, I just, I'm just making a joke. It just was funny how it was like, boom. Is as long as just as soon as that time change, I just thought it, I just thought it was funny to me. It does. It's I'm right now. I'm, I was talking to my friend about it. We've been talking about this stuff. <laughs> like we just running with the world right now. Everything is happening and like gas right now. Everything is happening so fast. You don't even have time to process it. It's just like go. You don't even have a choice. It's like you're living here in this world and boom, this is what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy. It's scary. But at the same time, we got to be prepared. You know, mm -hmm. we got to be ready. Um, mm -hmm. But no, this is really, really good stuff. How can I voice my opinion? I like to be on camera right now because I have a lot more to say on these subjects. <laughs> well, um, you like want to be on camera right now? <laughs> I mean, so he wants well, to join. He want to join. Give us a second. If you stick around, put in a chat how long you'll be here. Maybe we can bring you on camera Um, because we got a lot of other things to talk about. But put how long in the chat you'll be here and we'll see if we can bring you on, uh, Marco. So see how juicy it's getting? <laughs> mm -hmm. So let's let's move on into a couple of other uh, subjects that we have. Oh, um, oh. The, the next subject that we have uh, is, is about do you think like what advice would you give to a couple, you know, that's married when mm -hmm. it comes to stand together for the sake of the kids, but they truly know that the love is, is gone. Mm -hmm. What are your, what advice would you give a person? Like I've seen it happen from different perspectives, you know, mm -hmm. but if a person needed your advice right now, Dr. Real, and they're battling with this, what advice would you give them? The love is gone. They've already acknowledged that, but they got these kids. Do they stay? So, so if the love's gone, it's the loyalty gone too. Because to me, loyalty matters. So if we have enough loyalty to one another that I say, okay, look, we're not happy no more. We both get it, but let's be real about our situation right now. We're probably, we may be in some kind of debt. I don't want to see you walk out of this thing, credit damage, and I don't want to walk out that way either. Marriage is the ultimate business uh, business in the world to me because 
you're both whatever the one does truly does affect the other so is it feasible do you think y'all can put a two-year plan together have a long you need y'all to rent you in or see how much you get get down with doing you know just taking care of your debt and work together as a unit and then y'all go your separate ways the worst don't always have to be nasty I'm saying y'all can have a conversation and like this is the best plan we can put in place so we both leave here straight. You know, what I'm saying you're gonna have a dope conversation. Now I know some of y'all are thinking, boy, that's fairy tale land. I promise you it's not. You can have those adult conversations. You know what I'm saying? Now I ain't for everybody, but if it was me and you truly did love this person at one time, you know what I'm saying? And it just wasn't one of those loves that was meant to last. It happens. Okay, but you can still have that conversation, talk about it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But you can talk about it. Look, this is what I think we should do. We're fifty thousand dollars in debt. If we work together, we can pay this off. For you leave good, I leave good, and then you can go on with your life. I go on with mine. But, but remember, we're also. Go ahead. I think you're you're responding more so of the sake of the marriage, but we're talking for the no, kids. No, 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 no. I'm talking about y'all going y'all separate ways. I understand that. I'm talking about can we work together as a unit? I know we ain't in love no more. I started out with that. I know we're not in love no more. The love's done. I get that. But again, for me, I'm more. I care more about your loyalty than your love. So are you still loyal to me? Not in the sense of love. But are we loyal to each other? That I'm, I'm not going to screw you over. And leave you out here on the financial desert. I did love you at one time. If you're mature enough and not react emotionally, you can have those conversations. Not that it's practical, but you can have those conversations. That's just my that's where I'm at in my viewpoint. And that's what I would tell anyone. Okay. So it's more so of I guess the point of two people communicating, knowing um what they can accept and deal with. And I guess being honest of where they're at. He said, absolutely not. Lacking a actual position on the way rules can fully be established by raising the children nor properly without one fully agreeing to accomplish a task at hand. Shaking my head, too many variables. That's not even what I was even saying. <laughs> uh, well, not at all. My opinion of it is this. And me and my friend girl, we were talking about it because we were trying to look at different perspectives because we always play devil's advocate because because it was more so focused on the kids. We were trying to see the positives and the outcomes of if that happened, how does those kids turn out or how does that end result end up turning out? My opinion is some people are really, really good at hiding and pretending stuff. And she brought up things about like. You know, for example, uh, example, certain other other races, they're really good at saying, hey, don't say this. You know, th that's just their that's already their standards. That's their parenting that style. That's just what they do. You know, they're more so of don't say this in front of the kids. Don't talk mm -hmm. about this in front of the kids. Don't curse in front of the kids. You know, but other races or groups of people sometimes don't have that type of uh, foundation in their home. So a person that is so good at keeping secrets from their kids anyway, could possibly be successful um, in that type of uh, setting. Me personally, I could not do it only because, and if I'm trying to think about the, just the, the well-being of the kids, just for us to stay together so that, you know, we can actually, you know, 
parent together and do these things, I think it would harm just because of who I am. I think it would harm my kids more versus helping them, which is the outcome we would want them to have. We want them to, you know, grow up in a two parent household. We want them to go off and experience things in college like everybody else did. We want them to feel normal and all this stuff. But I would I know that me, I would hurt them more because I, I don't know how to fake that. I can't act like I like your dad and I don't. I'm not going to fake hug and kiss your dad. I'm not. We're not going to sleep in the same environment and then the in the same room in the same bed. And then those questions are going to arise and then the kids are going to want to know and I'm going to have to tell them because they're going to already see it. Like I, I'm not good at hiding stuff like that. Um, but, but who, who said think, anything about pretending though? I never said anything about. Well, no, pretending. I'm not referring to your response. Oh, okay, I'm just okay. referring to the question and just saying that my intake on the question overall, because okay. you know how the question is written more so of just for the sake of the kids. Could you, oh, no, could no, you no. do it? Even though you know the love is gone. Because if I don't love you, I'm probably not going to be loyal to you. I'm not going. Everything goes hand in hand. If I'm loyal to you, I probably, uh, you know, if I, if there's no love, I might love you in a different type of way, you know, but not enough for us to continue to try to be together. It just is not going to have a positive outcome. And when me and her were talking to it in details, we were comparing certain kids. I'm like. Even to me, I've seen some people that can hide it very, very well and stay together. But the outcome is those kids might end up on drugs. That person may end up on drugs because you held this in for so long. And now, boom, you've exploded. You try to turn to something, uh, a need, uh, you know, something that can take the place of what you're missing, that void. So it could be a good thing or a bad thing, because what she was saying in the beginning too was she was like, those kids are usually they could possibly be more successful because they are respectful, you know, because of what took place in the household with the two parents. So there was a lot of different. Um, well, he wanted you to elaborate more, Dr. Real. Let me see. But there's a lot of different perspectives to look at it. But I'm from my personal point of view. I, I, I just know I, I wouldn't be able to do it. But he said, please elaborate more uh, specifically, Dr. Real. Um, I don't know how much more I, I would need to say. I was talking about far as. Anybody who's been divorced, and I know I, I have before, um, this if if you're coming from a place and reacting emotionally to it, it's probably going to turn out bad. You know what I'm saying? Now, if we're if we're addressing the question as far as the kids, there's been so many studies showing both the good and bad of the parents being at, uh, together in the home, um, being together in in the home just for the kids, especially if it's broken down and uh, broken down and, and, and negative. But there's also cases where it worked out perfectly because the parent talked to the kids and like, look, this is what's happening. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We're eventually not going to be living together but right now. This is what's happening. You can have that real conversation. The kids are going to like it, but it'll be no different if dad moved out to a one bedroom, work one bedroom studio apartment. This is, it's going to be the same to me the same emotional effect because it's going to be a breakdown in the family dynamic. I get it. But I know that it is very possible for you to have that conversation with your kids, talk to you and your husband and wife, 
and your, your wife, you know what I'm saying, talk to the husband and y'all come to some sort of agreement because you basically be roommates because you've probably been roommates long before it got to that point anyway. You know what I'm saying that, that doesn't, doesn't come from from a little place that comes from this like a, a water run on a rock and eventually going to wear it down. So it's, just, it's the same, um, same, pro the same um, process. It's tough. It's tough because oh. once we start compromising and once we start doing things for the well-being of the kids, um, we put ourselves in situations to uh, give up things for ourselves and, and you know for us to be the parent we have to stay strong-minded we have to stay happy we have to stay in a position to where we can be able to parent and you know if you're not strong enough to handle some of those things those things can break you all the way down and you begin to do more damage versus help you know in the situation because you know think about it if we are adult enough to talk about those things, it kind of bounced back to even what you said, Dr. Real, when you said about the loyalty, you know, because your 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 question is now, okay, we're adults, we're talking about this, but now I got to figure out are you loyal to me? So to me, as a woman, I would feel like, okay, I got to be loyal to you. And that means that you're pretty much wanting to know if I still love you because loyalty and love goes hand in hand. And loyalty could be more so of that means what is what does that mean? Because if I no longer love you and the love isn't there, am I strong enough to understand what your loyalty request may be? Because my kids and our kids could have five more years to be with us. So that means for five years, I have to be in a situation to just be loyal and not happy. And that's why I know I wouldn't be able to do it because my life is now on hold. I mean, that's all, it, it, to me, it's all in the, in the perspective you look, you look at it through. I'm looking at it through more of a very positive, um, my mindset. Someone has to be mm -hmm. on my, my, my mindset level to make something like that work. Again, I know some people think- And it can work. No, I'm saying, I, I know that it worked. It can work, but- I'm saying that I know that people like I think the outcome people always think that, oh, well, that kid must have turned out perfect because they came from a two parent household or, you know, even if you go to get the story behind it all, that doesn't mean that it was easy. Like it doesn't mean that it was really a good thing. Kids pick up on things, too, because even though we may be when I gave the example of the per the parent that is good at not, hey, don't do this in front of the kids, don't curse in front of the kids, don't talk, don't do this. Kids understand body language. They understand like, you know, certain actions and it could still put a child in a situation of, hey, you know, I seen my parents go through this. I definitely don't want to do that. They ain't even right. sleeping the same bed together or whatever the case may be. But it doesn't mean that some people can make it work. I'm just more interested in now what what is the the damage that was caused to that person that stuck it out because you got to be a real strong person to make that happen happen and I was I would love to hear from a person that went through that and and made it but how are you doing like was it worth it you know that kind of thing because mm -hmm. I don't know because I've never been through it because I, I chose the other route but there's some people that I know that may have had a different outcome so that's all pretty much um uh we were talking about and I thought it was a really good topic because we're in a world to where 
we, me and my friend girl, we said all the time, we're working for our kids pretty much. You're running these errands. You're doing all these things to make sure that life is going to be good for them. And um, it's kind of like you got to sometimes think, how what, what would I do if I was in this situation? What do people do when they're in those situations? How does it work? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Me, Marie, I think we got another comment. There's a lot here, but I'm going to try to read this one because I know we got other stuff. In this situation, I'm not asking for loyalty, but I'm asking for respectful and trust me, respect and trust me because we're going to do us anyway, but we don't want to make our children choose sides. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I think what he may mean by that is maybe that's leaning more towards being able to work um, in those situations because it may cause a uh, you know, like a, a wedge uh, between the kids thinking if we're no longer here together, I got to now choose between mom. I got to choose between dad. Like I could understand that perspective as well, because I can say coming from that experience, it was not um, either way. It wasn't a good experience for me because uh, it was more like I caught the blame you know, from my kids, because it was more like it was my fault. You don't, you, you broke up our family when I didn't really break up your family. But as a kid, that's what they saw because mm -hmm. I made a choice no longer to be there. But, yeah. uh, whether the parents separate, move out or the parents stay in the same house, they're going to have the same reaction. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Um, Marco, thank you so much for uh, engaging with us in that topic and anybody else. We would love to hear your uh, input and your insight on it, too. Even if you go back and you watch the replay, because we do um, replay our shows, usually on Saturdays, sometimes Sundays. But if you go back and rewatch this replay, give us your insight and drop that information in the comments. And we're more than happy to read the information, the comments and share and even give you an update on our next show when we go live and we can chat about it as well. But please drop your comments. We would love to hear your insight because we know people, certain people are dealing with this stuff. So mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with, uh, it's the no judgment zone. There's no, no nothing wrong with voicing your opinion and mm -hmm. just sharing your thought process with people um, that may be in this situation or have been in this situation. Really, really good, good stuff. Yes, definitely. Good, good stuff. Conversation is flowing. I like. I know. Okay. There's another one that, you know what? I forgot. The, the next topic is um, dynamics. It's all about family. We were talking, so this leans into the next topic about the family dynamics. When you're choosing your spouse or, you know, your significant other, does the dynamic of where that person come from, the background, the family background, does does that play a part in you choosing to make that choice if that's going to be your spouse or your uh, significant other? What part does that play in your eyes, Dr. Real? Um, if I'm speaking for myself, I never, I never cared about that. Um, it's not my job to make your family like me. I'm gonna be me. I'm not going to be someone that I can't continue to present to be every day because I'm not going to be fake for nobody. Um, so if they can accept me, not really my concern. My concern as long as me and you straight, it don't really matter about them. That's their choice. Um, I've lived this, so I totally know 
I probably can speak this from a hundred thousand million percent experience. Um, mm-hmm. It took years for some of them to to warm up to me, and I'm like, this is who I am. So, like I said, there's gonna become a situation. If you're trying to be somebody else other than yourself, there's gonna be a situation that's gonna come up that's gonna make the true you show up. So why be somebody I'm not? So um, it really don't make a difference. But for some, I can see how it would. If you're a more traditional person that like to sit around the holidays with big family stuff, and then the person that you married comes from a struggle situation, maybe single parent, don't have those contradictions, it might be a clash in how y'all do things that you know in, in your home because you're gonna bring mm-hmm. your family with you. You know what I'm saying? And when you go to events that they, that they may put on, you may not feel comfortable if you've never been around that. So I can understand how that mm. can bother some people because you're going to bring it in your home. And that's going to be a clash if, you know what I'm saying, y'all both holding on to, to y'all family traditions. But for me, if I was dating somebody, if I really loved you, if I really loved you, it's not about, I'm not dating your family, I'm dating you. I'm not marrying, I know you marry into a family, but I'm not marrying your family, I'm marrying you. This is our life. They're just they're they're the character actors. They don't matter as much as we do. So for a man, and um, this topic goes for um, it goes into different aspects of the topic as well because people were talking about like dating in this day and time, how it used to be in that day and time. But one thing that stood out also was they were talking about red flags and they were also talking about like how people chooses to ignore those red flags. But in the end, the end result was more so of do you actually make that your decision maker? You know, Mm -hmm. if that's going to be your spouse or not. So for women, I know we do and we may not do it to show it as much, but we observe a lot for a man when you're getting to know a woman. What are some of the things do you pay attention to some of the things that that person is doing as you're making your decision to see if you're going to continue to move forward with that woman? Of course. Can you give us some examples? I mean, you're going you're gonna to see, like, that's how you figure out if you can deal with somebody is what you can tolerate from them and what you can't. You're going you're gonna to look at everything. Anybody you pay attention, you're going to know what sets your partner off. Like how they, I always say the best way to know if you're going to be with somebody a long term is how y'all handle your first argument. That will say a lot about how your relationship is going to go. Because if you, if y'all arguing and he or she flat up the handle and becomes violent, you can expect that because that's their reaction to being pissed off. Red flag, but right? But when you're speaking from the family dynamic, because I, but I know you've already given your answer. You said that's you don't you never worry about that. That's not the matter. You don't. But what I'm saying is, will though, but not me. But are there some things that you pay attention to when it, like, say for example, if you saying like, you know what, dang, I should have figured that because I heard her curse her mama out like that or whatever the case. I'm just trying to pick up because for a woman, I'm just gonna give you some examples of what we do. I'm not a person that I'm not a really, really picker and ask question and interview type person. I kind of just I kind of go with the flow to make it more natural of just knowing who you are, because your your signs are going to eventually show anyway, regardless of who you're around or what's happening. But uh, women observe things as far as if we're talking to you, we are paying attention of if your mother is still alive or whatever, or your father. We're paying attention to when we've heard you talk to your mother or your father. 
Because we're trying to understand, are you family oriented? Um, we pay attention if you curse a lot. You know, we, we may pay attention to, and it's not us doing that whole interview thing of, hey, do you curse or do you curse a lot? It's just, that's why I'm trying to ask, like, what is it some of the things that men do to determine whether this person is a good fit? Because the family dynamic of it for a woman is those little things. Like, if you got children, do you ask me about my children? Do you talk about your children? Do you talk about you know, their school schedule, are they in sport? Like we, we don't have to ask, but we're listening. And in hopes of, you know, it should come natural in a conversation. But those are some of the things that women pay attention to when we're trying to determine it. Now, I can't, I won't say that anybody can make me, um, based on how your family is, they can't make me make my choice whether I want to be with you or not. But it can make me and help me understand if you're doing certain things and it came from this dynamic or this type of family that you came from. Now I get to make a decision if I can deal with it because it's a it's not something that maybe you can control. So shame on me to fault you from where you come from and the things that you may still be dealing and struggling with. But I get to understand it more. If I'm been, if I'm paying attention to some of the things that you're doing, but this was a really, really funny topic because in the uh, discussion group, they were talking about a lot of women were saying people can hide it. They were like, they can hide who they are. They don't got to tell you who they are. And some of the guys was like, that's an excuse. I don't think you can hide that because those are just some of the things that, you know, you should be looking for in the first, you know, stages or whatever. You should be looking for those things. But I wouldn't I don't look I wouldn't say that I typically look. I think that a person is going to reveal, you know, who they are off yeah. the bat. Of I think I think they are. It's just us understanding where did that come from? <laughs> you know, like what why does he do that? Or why does you know why is that okay? And then you get to understand it uh better. We got Marco, he is very, very um engaged. Unfortunately, I'm experiencing a lot of this now because marking this May, I would be a free man for six years. Since then, I've been a perfect citizen of society and established a career as well, giving back to society with all that I'm still being judged for something I done back when I was 17 years old. I'm now 42. Oh, wow. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. And he is very engaged with us tonight. And thank you for uh, welcome, joining brother. us. He, he um, hit me up a couple times and he told me that he enjoys watching um, our show. And I think his work schedule kind of conflicts with it. But whenever he can, he catches us and he um, he watches us. So I want to say thank you so much. And we truly appreciate that. So keep rocking with us. Keep keep rocking with us because we truly appreciate you watching as well. But um, but yeah, I think Dr. Real that goes from so many different you know perspectives of how a person feel about certain things and how they choose to mm -hmm. um choose their partners. Mm -hmm. See, okay, I, I give you an example. I dated a, a girl. Uh, this is like a very very long time ago. But I dated a girl that her parents were strict Catholics. I am a non-denominational type person. Mm -hmm. I go to church. You know what I'm saying? Um, as long as it makes sense. But so imagine the clash of me being non-denominational, going to someone that 
is Catholic and they expect me, they expected me to assimilate to that. And that caused a rift eventually between me and her. And I was like, well, I'm not going to commit to something like that. This not happening. I'm not going to assimilate because your parents want me to do that. Like, cause that's a personal choice and you're not going to force me to do that. So it makes any sense. And I was like, okay, this ain't gonna work out. So, so that, so let me, so again, when we talk about making that choice, how did you find that? Like, was it something you were willing to try? Because a lot of people say, I've heard people say that they can be a different religion than a person. They can get married. They can do these different things, but were you willing to give it a try and it just failed or did you find out? I I attended a couple masks with them. It just wasn't for me. It just wasn't something that I was comfortable with. It's not something that I wanted to be involved in because I read so much about the Vatican in my readings and it just, nah, I'm good. (laughs) I don't want to be here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, she I'm, was pretty I'm, much dead, but you know she was a a, a a mama's girl, so she was going to be just like her mom. Her mom was domineering. The dad was more of the passive person, mm-hmm. and I could see oh, that. Okay. I don't want to marry that because I know how my personality is, and that's going to be a problem. You know what I'm saying so. I'm good on that. I need someone that we can back and bounce off ideas off of, and we're not both trying to establish dominance. Like you just hit, you know what I'm saying? It's, no, I'm good. We gotta be able to, like, like I should say, sometimes change positions. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I, I just knew then, just watching her around her parents and then around her family, I was like, yeah, these some judgmental. Um, might not really rock with with uh, a brother <laughs> too, so I'm like, yeah, uh, this is not gonna be fun. I I, I I I didn't see marriage with her or nothing, so I was like, I'm not even gonna work to win them over because I ain't trying to be here that long. So very yeah. interesting because you know, and we I think us women, men don't don't show the engagement a lot of the things they're paying attention to, the things they're keeping notes on. Of course, as women, we do, we talk about it, but it's so good to hear that this stuff happens. You know, you guys are in situations, and I guess probably because it's going to come from a man that's really into trying to take a woman serious. I guess if you compare that to a guy that's really like, I already know off the bat, man, you just kicking it. I'm not even trying to figure out whether I want to be with you long term or do I like your family? I really don't even care because it's not there. But I guess if we put this in a box of a person that is really trying to figure out, is this going to be a good match for me or a good mate for me? Men are really sitting up peeping game too. Like, oh man, her family crazy. Like you never hear men really talk about this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you never really hear the the side of it from a man. Yeah. I just... um... You know, I'm, I'm, um, we share some common things. I like to read, kind of read people a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Really dig into them. Uh, more uh, body language observing than listening to what they're talking about. To make sure that what they're expressing their body and their mouth is actually matching. You know what I'm saying? You're not blowing no smoke up my butt. So, yeah. Marco says, I have a $400,000 home. I have a Mercedes Benz. And my current girlfriend family don't like me at all. 
I never been married nor did have no children. I sometimes questioned myself, should I remain in this relationship? Because I need her family to love her again. I blame myself for her heartache. I never wanted her to be unhappy. Brother, don't do that. Don't, do that. don't, don't do that, brother. Don't, don't, so, don't. so they're still, he's saying they're still married, but the family don't like him. But he questioned himself, should he remain in the relationship because he needs her family to love her again? So, so maybe what maybe she was siding, you know, the whole maybe are you saying, Marco, that because y'all became as one, um, her family didn't like you, so she kind of partnered and sided with you. Like if y'all ain't cutting for my husband, then deuces peace out, and she kind of dismissed her family, but you're saying that you would like for her to have that relationship back with her family. It sounds like that's what he's saying, Dr. Real. Yeah, that, 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 that's all that's all you're saying. Um, that's all I'm saying don't don't blame yourself for that. They made a decision not to invite you in in their life when someone they love loves you. That's crazy. That's on them, bro. He said that's what he's saying. Yeah. So she she pretty much was like, if y'all don't like my husband, then I'm done. Yeah. And I know that hurts. That does hurt when 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 you haven't made that decision. But if you marry, like in the true sense of marriage, like I just said before, whatever one does affect the other. He said it's hard, y'all. It's hard. Well, shoot, he's the person we're speaking to, Doctor Real. I'm gonna shut up because what he just said is bounced off of the question that I asked Mm -hmm. earlier. But just I guess with the substitution of the, I guess there's not kids involved, but. He said he's trying to figure out should he still be in his relationship. I, I feel like he's thinking it's a guilt thing. He's putting the weight on his shoulder saying that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, 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 I, I just advise him not, not to do that. He, he needs to release that bondage. That's, that's not on him. And I know, I know you understand. You're probably taking that hurt from your wife. Kyle. You can see that's, that's she might not express it to you and she may have. I don't know. But oh, he's not married. He's, oh, I guess she he has kids. three children. She got three kids. Like, yeah, no, I'm not married. But, yeah, but he um, says she has three kids. So they're, okay. I guess we'll say they're living is married. Okay. But he's trying to figure out should he stay in the relationship? I mean, but, but why are you asking? Are you asking that question because a family hasn't in, in accepted you and you feel that, that that that's hurting her is why you want to leave or thinking about leaving? That's not a reason to leave. That's what I'm saying. In, in my mind. If she made because that choice, family. she made that choice. Don't let them, if you really love this woman, don't let her family remove that from you. But you know, sometimes too. What if she the one though, bro? What, 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 if, what if she the one? What if this is the person that you've been praying and, and, and hoping about your entire life? And you give that up because you're concerned about how this has broken a bond in her family i knew he was gonna say this i knew he said she is not at peace i'm sure she's and not see, but then if you're not at peace i'm not at peace because i get it no matter how much we don't want this to bother us no matter how much we don't want it to impact our relationship i gotta look at you you riding with me because you loyal you love me or whatever the case may be but that part of you that you had I don't see that in you no more. And wait, he said the kids don't like him either. 
Her children don't like me, bro. Well, damn. I don't know. Damn. So, okay. <laughs> uh, wow. That's a lot of people that don't like. Why? What makes you? What do you feel? Why do you feel they don't like you? Tell me that. Like, why? Why do you feel they don't like you? Have they? Yeah, I mean, they don't. They, they feel they probably, by actions or his words or you just catch that vibe from. Them. You can tell. Like I said, that body language is a mug. That's tough though. Like, like, like we were talking earlier. It gotta be peace in our house as well. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're riding with me. I'm glad that you supported me. I'm glad that you are. You got my back. But if it's impacting, and then she's probably not intentionally trying to impact their relationship, but it's just showing. Like he even said, she's not at peace. If I'm not at peace, I can't make you happy because I'm going to be continuing to um, ponder. She's. He said. The key is too grown. Mm. Okay. 115. And I guess he's putting the other stuff in there, but you know, I think a, a person gotta be at peace. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you, you do. But I know you're putting it on him. Oh, he said that they don't like his rules and regulations in the no. home. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, definitely have a rebellious stage, and then 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 you're the quote unquote stepdad. Yeah. Does that change things though? Because we were talking earlier about the kids being the kids' kids. Like these are our kids. I mean, typically he's probably a, put them in the mindset of these are my kids, but they're really not his kids. And ooh, it's three of them. That's that's yeah, that's that's tough. You're in a tough situation, man. You in a situation a lot of people are in. Um, he is in a tough situation. Very tough. tough. And I, I could imagine he's saying to himself, I don't, I don't, it's probably, I don't know if it's his house or their house, but somebody gonna be without a house. Um, it's a, it's, 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 it's a stepdad drama. It's just time to have um, some real honest conversations. Like, yeah, this is where I'm at. I'm being a, totally transparent. This is how I feel. Some things I might say, uh, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but they might. But this is what this is how I really feel. This is where I'm at. Um, I would say this, Marco. I don't know the whole situation or the whole story, but I would say that circle back around to the to the beginning. And when you get to that point, because you got to be at a point too to where you're ready to talk. It's just not like we're gonna talk about this. You got to really put in your mind that you're open to listen and that you're open to talk as well. And start from the basics. Find everything has a, a, a reason of happening from the start. Like get to the root cause of the problem. Why why her family really don't like you? You know, I would I would try to hear them out. It could be some flaws that you they came off the wrong way and that's not even who you are and if they've already made up in their mind they don't like you they they probably don't come around y'all they probably don't come to your house i don't know but i would ask them when you're ready though because you it's important for you to be ready i would ask them can we talk especially if you think that this is something that you is worth fighting for you know right. i would ask them is it possible because let them hear you and understand and truly break down your past so he's probably talking about because he's been in jail and all that kind of stuff but still yet, yeah, what I'm saying to you is that I think that you need to let them know who you are. Start over. Sometimes people get the, she probably got 
they probably got a story from her of who you are and the person that she's marrying. I don't know, or trying to marry or be together with. I think I would be open if I were you see if they're open to having a conversation with you and you all can, you know, hash out the likes, the do's, the do not likes um, and what you're willing, where you're willing to give into and where you're willing to not give into. And if it weighs out at the end, keep fighting for it. But if it doesn't make sense and it looks like all everything is negative, you don't have to let that go. Um, Dr. Real, I know you got some quotes for us tonight, hopefully. Um, I do. So if you do, you might want to listen. It may be something helpful for you as well, Marco. All right. Love will not love anyone that doesn't love themselves. Mm. For the people that say love don't love nobody, you are right. If you consider yourself nobody, then what the hell do you expect? Stop carrying woes from past days and learn from them. Appreciate the lessons taught and received because in life, sometimes you're the teacher, but more often you're the student. Take every situation as a lesson. Even the negative times, a blessing is there. We just looking at the bad part of it. There may be a reason why that job, that, that job fired you. That's not where you're supposed to be and you weren't going to leave if they did it to you. Sometimes we stay too long. That's why I say I'm more a person who care about if you're loyalty to me, then you love me. Because you love in so many different ways. People love puppies. People love a damn ham sandwich. You just cook right. So me, love is 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 not the foundation. Loyalty is. If you loyal to me, I know you I, if you loyal to me, I know that we straight and I ain't got never worry about you at all. That's why I like the thing about loyalty. And the last thing I got to say is I dislike when labels are placed on groups of people. Like all women and men are no good. Black people, lazy, white people, racist, et cetera. This is one of the main reasons why there is no togetherness. Most are too busy trying to assign a label or defend themselves from one. We all know someone that fear the stereotype, but we need to take each person on their own merits. Then and only then can we start talking about unity. Marco, write that down and talk to your fat girl family and tell them that right there. They labeling you. Say it again for them so they can hear you, Dr. Real. Before they knew you, they already had who you were, and that's your past. Whether your past is written in permanent marker, your today is written in pen, but your future should be in pencil, and they need to see that. You can't do nothing about what happened 15, 20. You can't do nothing about what happened in the past, the past time I've been talking because it's gone. You can't get none of that from that. Right. No. So if they can't feel that, then your decision being to be about where you are with this woman. Kids gonna do that. And then you got teenagers, bro. I've been in my kids like their whole life if they back in the food. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. And I'm the I'm the father father. <laughs> so I can only imagine what you're going through. There's being someone right. trying trying to give them some structure if they might not have it. So I dig it, bro, but just, you have to ask yourself, uh, uh, how did you come in? Did you come in like a bull in the china shop? Or did you sweeten the, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna call your, your rules and religion poison, but to make people take medicine they don't like, you gotta sweeten just a little bit. I ain't talking about get what they want, but you gotta sweeten a little bit. You gotta give some and, 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 and get some. And get that balance. 
You're entitled them to your side. You just got to get their respect. Right. And and I'm not telling me your daddy. That's your daddy's job. But what I am going to be is a consistent, structured person that you can come to in this house. And this is how, this is some things that I like. Your mama got rules. I got rules. I was going to be together, but this is what we're going to do. This is what I need y'all to understand. Not trying to hurt you, just trying to love you. And that's how I'm going to do it. Ooh, that's the way to end the power team show. You gave some really, really good advice. And I could tell that Marco appreciated. He said, thank you, bro. But that's what it's all about. You just never know what type of situation a person is in and what they're dealing with. And sometimes when you hear it from a different person's perspective, it really, really makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It makes sense. So um, again, you guys, I know we went a little bit over, but that's what we do when the time go to getting, you know, close and we go to talking, we ain't going to shut up, especially if it needs to be heard. But that's, that's, that's what this is about. You know, making sure that we can, um, have a safe zone, you know, a place to talk, chat, have a good time, be respectful, but at the same time, voice our opinions about some of the things that's going on in everyday life and in, in, in the world. So again, we appreciate you guys rocking with us, you know, keep rocking with us. We do have other shows. Make sure that you catch the Mamapreneur podcast. She's on um, on Thursday nights, every second and fourth uh, Thursday. And then you have Brie, buying and selling with Brie. She's on every third and fourth Monday. And then you have myself and Dr. Real. Every, uh, we're on also every first and third um, Wednesday. So stay tuned and keep rocking with us. We really enjoy these conversations. Um, we ain't got to go home, but we definitely got to get the hell up out of here. So yes. we'll catch you guys next time. And y'all be safe. Peace out. Peace.